So this is our first episode of the mini rev psych. Did you call it rev psych because it's mini? Because it's shorter. It's not a full reverse psychology podcast. This is just pure, uncut Colombian rev psych. There's no tangents. There's no banter. We're not well, going to get off topic. Bit. No, we might get. So speaking, of, one time surprised me with a trip to Colombia, mm-hmm. the country. And he was like, oh, I have some gifts that will help you guess it's where a we're going. Gift. It was a birthday. It was very sweet. Um, I, was trying to, I was trying to get you to like me. Worked. It was like three years in. Yeah. I was still unsure. Yeah. So one of the gifts was a can of Folgers coffee. They were Colombian beans though. Yeah, they were. Which I opened. I was like, I'm not quite sure. Then the next gift was... This is not my memory of the story. What's your memory? My memory was... Because your birthday is always over a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And so I asked you if I could take you somewhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was cutting to that. So you knew that there was a trip coming. Yeah. And I said that I have some gifts for you before the trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first thing you opened was a can of Folgers Columbia coffee, which I think we ended up throwing away because it was gross. And you said, oh, are we going to Columbia? And I still had two other gifts. Oh, And I, I was like, oh, one. keep opening your gifts. Okay. Yeah. And then the next gift was a bag, a baggie of, I don't know, powder? What'd you put in it? A confectioner's sugar. Yeah, confectioner's sugar. And then the next gift was a guide to traveling in Colombia. To Cartagena. Cartagena. Yeah, so that was a great trip. Oh, that was awesome. I loved Colombia. Um, but quickly, we are both psychologists. We love to talk about psychology. Yeah. Um, we're both in practice. And we also love to teach. So I'm going to take the first stab at this. First cut's always the deepest. That's what... Sherlock Crow? Fiona? Fiona? <laughs> Princess Fiona? <laughs> Princess Fiona said in that song. Cheryl Crow. This fun little mini-sode is brought to you by me and Mike. And also, Ranker.com has a really cool website called Graveyard Shift. And they have some really interesting, fun things to explore related to... Not always... Well, all... Sorry. This... (laughs) After you get to a certain point of being talk-tired... Mambling. The thread of your thought gets starts getting afraid okay this episode is brought to you by us and Cheryl crow well it's not this isn't brought to you by it's in memory of so i got a lot of this information from rankers website the part of their website called graveyard shift you should go check it out but i'm going to talk about king george the third Ooh. what do you know about this i know that he had two other georges in his family (laughs) i knew uh, he had a king hat that he wore. Uh-huh. And... So nothing. Nothing. No. That's right. a faster way to say it. Yeah, I know nothing. Okay. He was important for many yeah, reasons. he was a king. Yeah. But he was the king in power. Do, is that what we call it? The yeah. king in power? He was elected king? No, he was he was born into it. Um, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's a king. Maybe it's a king. Do you know that they, they modeled the Burger King? King after King George the no, Third. We're not going to get derailed because we only have a 15 minutes. I meant to say, do you know if they've modeled the Burger King? King? <laughs> okay, I don't. <laughs> okay. So Prince George the Third. So no, Isn't it King. Prince yeah, Albert? he was Prince. <laughs> he was Prince. He was a Prince, and then he became a King. Let me get through this. Prince George the Third 
was born on June 4th, Independence Day. No, that's July 4th. <laughs> he was born on June 4th, 1738. So he, if you're not in your head putting this timeline together, he was king when we had the Revolutionary War in, in the United States. He's the reason or one of the reasons why people left the UK to come start this great nation of the United States that we live in. He, I mean, there's so many things about him that are of interest, but from a psychological perspective, the most interesting thing is he would go through periods of acting completely deranged in which he had to be restrained. He would speak for hours until he foamed at the mouth with a fascinating and bombastic vocabulary. He kind of lost his mind. Not... He always had weird-ish behaviors, but halfway into his kingdom, if that's what you call it. His reign. His reign. He started really fucking flipping out. Mm. His doctors were befuddled. Uh-huh. That, that word has got to come back. Yeah. His doctors were befuddled. They didn't know what it was. Like, no one knew what it was. People were really freaked out because he was the king and what do we do and blah, blah, blah. There's been like a number of hypotheses and theories about him. This is another fun fact about him. I'll come back to the like mind loss. The psychosis. The psychosis. But he inherited the throne after his grandfather died while using the toilet. So it was... Is, is that why the toilet's called the throne now? Oh, good question. Thanks. He, he was already born in a bad sign. Um, was his father's name John? <laughs> John Crapper. <laughs> That's the harmonicist from Blues Traveler. So he was 22 when his grandfather died on the toilet and he became king at the age of 22. Okay, so the newest theory about him. So there's been a lot of like historical interest in this from both a, a academic historian perspective, but also a psychology perspective because he, I mean, he was very mentally ill. And so recently scientists performed a chemical analysis on some of his hair and found that he had abnormally high levels of arsenic in his hair follicles. And it was hypothesized that he had some like beginning mental health issues. Like people were thinking bipolar based on today's standards. Uh, he was treated with arsenic. He was treated with arsenic, which poisoned him essentially and Mm. caused this complete psychosis and so that's like the prevailing theory however people also think like that wasn't documented that he was given arsenic as a treatment but many people believe that was the case however he could have gotten arsenic poisoning through other ways such as through powdered wigs or from other medicine that he may have been prescribed other people believe that Porphyria caused his his psychosis, and porphyria is a genetic defect. Wait, a genetic defect caused him to have arsenic poisoning? No, no, no. Sorry, his psycho- psychosis was caused. Oh, the by psychosis por- from that, uh-huh. and the arsenic is unrelated. Uh huh. The arsenic is unrelated. Just a coincidence. The, no, no, no. The arsenic. So, so here, let me let me say it this let way. Me start, start over. Okay. There's King George one. So King George III reigned over the Revolutionary War. Got it. And the Boston Tea Party. He reigned over it? Well, he was the king while that was happening. Okay. He... Elvis is the king. May have exhibited symptoms of bipolar disorder. And he was then prescribed something with arsenic in it that made his psychosis way worse. Which was super common. Was it? 
Yeah, I think a arsenic. lot of a lot of things had arsenic in it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting thing that happened in the past, I guess. I didn't know this. So porphyria, it relates to a group of disorders that result from a buildup of natural chemicals that produce porphyrin in your body. Not to get too technical, but porphyrins are essential for the function of hemoglobin, a protein in your um, red blood cells, blah, 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 blah. Porphyria can cause intermittent acute attacks with severe abdominal pain. So we established that he had either porphyria or bipolar disorder. Okay. And so for either of these, what we know is that he was exposed to arsenic. Now, whether or not it was through wigs or through medicines or through environment, other environmental means, he was exposed to arsenic. So something made his mental difficulties much, much worse. Just to give you a quick primer on porphyria, people can have porphyria and live their whole lives without ever having a symptom manifest. But people who have it often have these acute episodes of manifestations of porphyria. So those can include pain in your chest, constipation or diarrhea, muscle pain, tingling, numbness, red or brown urine, and then significant mental changes such as anxiety, confusion, hallucinations, disorientation, or paranoia. Ooh. Yeah. So can you imagine like being king and then also... And being also crazy? And then being also like foaming from the mouth and having to be restrained. He had some other things that he did that were problematic. He he hated his eldest son, who was his heir. Um, he hated the American Revolution, if you can imagine that. Weird. His wife had 15 babies. He was a moralist in a loose and wild age. He's just a prude. He had a favorite daughter. Man. His illness made him ramble on for hours, so... He should have had a podcast. Um, I know. He spoke nonsense when he was unwell. It was impossible to follow his train of thought or even understand his yeah, meaning, and it got like a worse lot of with mania. age. In 1819, his rambling reached a high watermark. I don't know what that means, but it reached a peak, I guess. Yeah. He chattered for 58 hours. Wow. In one sitting. To, yeah. to whoever was around? Yep, just walk. Yep. Just walking around chattering. He didn't age well. He ended up living his final years locked away in a castle while his eldest son, who he hated, ruled as king. Was so, he the man in the iron mask? I don't think so. No. So by 1811, which is right before his 58-hour session, yeah. it was clear that he was getting worse instead of better. So his eldest son and heir ruled as a regent in his father's stead. George III was unceremoniously locked away at Windsor Castle, lost in his own confusion. He remained there until his death in 1820. At Windsor? Did I say Windsor? Yep, at Windsor he Castle. Probably saw a lot of good tennis. That's Wimbledon. Fuck. Yeah, no, totally different place. But isn't that fucking crazy that the yeah, he was Ill. king, the British king during the American Revolution was mentally... Yeah. We were leaving an abusive relationship yeah. with a mentally ill person. You take care of yourself first before you can love someone else, king. Put your oxygen mask on yeah. first. What's the color of your parachute? Mine is red, white, and blue. It's interesting that he was in power when we were like, fuck you, peace out. We're going to Boston. Yeah. Tea party. Well, yeah. We're, we're going go to the tea part. Sweet, sweet rave called the Boston Tea Party. I just saw that high levels of arsenic is also found in people who use a lot of opium, raw opium. Oh, Maybe he was it. a drug user. I mean, that was probably. I heard he was on drugs. Okay. So that's our mini-sode. 
on King George the Third. So we're going to bring fun events in the history of psychology yeah. to you every week yes. in small bite-sized nuggets. Nuggets. By round of applause, how did it go? <laughs> Only two people are clapping. <laughs> Good. Okay. Okay, love you. Love you, bye. bye. It's terrible.